Welcome to Dharma Glimpses, an introduction to the profound treasury teachings of Chogyam Trungpa Rinpoche, taught by Judy Leaf. In this episode, Judy discusses a greater world. Welcome. In this episode, I'd like to focus on an important transition point in the Buddhist path and in our individual journey. This is the transitional point between the foundational stage or the narrow stage of the path where we focus on our own development, and the Mahayana tradition, where the focus is much more directed outward into the cultivation of compassion and concern for others. We may tend to think of these two as in opposition, and I think that can be an obstacle, that either you take care of yourself or you care about others. You're either selfish or you're saintly and benevolent. But in the Dharma, these two are not in opposition. They are complementary. They work together. In fact, it's incredibly important to do the work on yourself if you're really going to be able to help others truly. Yet it is true that if you could just keep forever just refining more and more your work on yourself and you never get beyond that, that's a problem. It's limited in vision and compassion. On the other hand, if you just launch into doing this project or another project willy-nilly without really grounding yourself first, without really knowing yourself in your own flaws and, and hesitations and distortions, etc., you'll just cause more trouble in the guise of trying to be a help due to impatience, due to not really looking at yourself first, not really taking the time and building a strong foundation so your actions come from a sane, solid place. The transition from the first stage of the journey, the foundation or the Hinayana, to Mahayana, the open or the wide path, is a pivotal point in the practitioner's journey. I'd say it's really a breakthrough point or a discovery point. It's not that suddenly we feel guilty and we have to, I figure I should go help others a bit. I've been focusing too much on myself, but it's a discovery of something that makes the work we do come from a different place than simply feeling good about ourselves for being helpful. This opening into the Mahayana based on a strong Hinayana foundation is a point of joy. It is kind of an awakening and a process of continual expansion, expansion of heart, expansion of mind, expansion of our sense of what we're doing altogether. In my tradition, what makes this vitally important discovery or transition possible is the training in mindfulness and awareness, which is vitally important all the way through the path at every stage of the journey. It shows up and has a role. So as we circle through all sorts of topics in our discussions, somehow we keep circling back through this fundamental ground of shamatha, or mindfulness, and the ground of vipassana, or awareness. If shamatha and vipassana are techniques or means, what are they leading to and what kind of foundation are they preparing? Shamatha is about taming our mind. It is about grounding and cutting through mental speed, cutting through neurotic patterning, cutting through extensive discursiveness and overcoming of jumpy, distracted mind, being able to be more present on the spot. It's almost as though our thought patterns hold us prisoner in a certain way because we're not aware of them and and their power over us. So shamatha leads to a kind of freedom from the imprisonment of whatever thoughts are arising or have been fed into us moment to moment. With shamatha, we don't get carried away by the speediness of our mind, which Trukrumpje equates with aggression, speed and aggression. 
rush, 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 speed, 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 fear of stopping, fear of stillness, fear of coming back into presence. The other foundation brought about by shamato or mindfulness is a quality of gentleness or making friends with yourself, being kind to yourself, simple friendship and kindness, and a kind of acceptance of yourself, a more deep and simple acceptance. With shamatha, you can be fully present with what you're doing, rather than half here and half there, and divided up in, in all sorts of ways. You can be engaged with your life in a full-hearted way, not half-hearted, not half-present, but fully present. Particularly in Mahayana understanding, with shamatha, you really have to tame your aggression. It's not simply being mindful, but it's taming mental speed and aggression. Create an opening for compassion to slip in. As shamatha's partner, vipassana or awareness is the other side of training, the foundation that allows this leap into Mahayana to occur. And that is a different kind of freedom. Shamatha was freedom from aggression, working with that. Vipassana is a freedom from ignorance of denial, of looking the other way. Vipassana creates a foundation of clarity and intelligence and interest and inquisitiveness and a kind of positive doubt and questioning. Vipassana or awareness has a kind of an expansive quality because in order to pay attention, you have to expand further and further. As you pay attention at one level, then you begin to expand to further details and further details. That expansiveness is a natural energetic shift that is helping us to become less self-centered. Interest out, outward, interest in what is outside of ourselves, growing and growing. The strength of shamatha and vipassana is the foundation that makes it possible for us to make a leap into the Mahayana. It is important to narrow and discipline and work with our meditation practice, deepen it. But at a certain point, we have to loosen up a little bit. We have to let go. So we have to build strong and we have to let go. That's a pattern. Build strong and be willing to let go. Our practice continues, but our relationship and view of what we're doing begins to shift. There's a shift in how you relate to practice from trying to get somewhere, trying to achieve something so much. And that's okay. We try to be good practitioners, aren't don't we? But there's a sense of just in enjoying or reviewing our practice, our shamatha vipassana, and as just a way of life. It's not so focused on where we're getting. It's more like just enjoying doing it or being willing to do it or just including it as part of how we're living our lives. We recognize that meditation practice is powerful. It is life-transforming, but we can get overly attached to it as the be-all and end-all. We need to meditate. That's important. But we may think that's all we have to do. But in fact, that's just the beginning. Shamatha Vipassana continues to play an important role, but the real test is when we apply that in our world. There's a bigger world than our meditation cushion. The combination of shamatha and vipassana, mindfulness and awareness, begins to actually draw us out of ourselves into that broader world and into the many practices of the Mahayana, practices based on cultivating compassion and wisdom on that strong foundation we have prepared through our shamatha and vipassana practice. Thank you for joining me for this glimpse of Dharma. This podcast is made possible through the support of the Hamera Foundation. 
To learn more about Judy Leaf's teachings, publications, and retreats, or to contribute to the support of this podcast, please visit judyleaf.com.